Hey, this is Thor from Cybrary. If you've been enjoying the Cybrary podcast or one of our other series like 401 Access Denied or Go For It with Sarah Moffat, then make sure to like, follow, or subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And we'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or review on your platform of choice or emailing us at podcast at cybrary.it and you could be featured in a future episode. From all of us at Cybrary, thank you and enjoy the show. You're listening to the 401 Access Denied Podcast. I'm Mike Rowan, VP of Engineering and CISO at Cybrary. Please join me and my co-host, Joseph Carson, Chief Security Scientist at Thycotic, as we discuss the latest news and attempt to make cybersecurity accessible, usable, and fun. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of 401 Access Tonight. We have a really great special episode for you today. It's all about the making of the 401 Access Tonight podcast and really kind of get you a connection with you know, what goes in in the background, uh, who's involved, what's everyone's roles. So we're really excited. We have you know, probably you know, some of the you know, very special guests that we'll ever have on the show. You know, we maybe only get to see them once. Um, or maybe we can have them come back on for, for other episodes and you know, sharing a bit more about what they do. So again, you know, my name is Joseph Carson. I'm the Chief Security Scientist of Psychotic, and I'm again joined with my co-host, Mike Gruen. Do you want to give us a little bit about uh, what updating yourself and uh, what we have in, in, for the show today? Yeah, uh, Mike Gruen, VP of Engineering and CISO here at Cybrary. Uh, and yeah, special uh, anniversary edition. Uh, it's not that we ran out of topics. Uh, it was more uh, that we wanted to celebrate our uh, one-year uh, anniversary of, of releasing the podcast. So, uh, And we want to show everybody who uh, behind the scenes who really helps us to make this uh, a podcast that uh, seems to be taking off. And, and we're really happy and, and um, couldn't do it without everybody on this uh, today. So uh, I'll let them uh, go around the room and, and introduce themselves. Um, why don't we start on the psychotic side um, sure. with Jen and, and go from there. Okay. I am Jen Carroll. Um, I work with uh, the Cybrary and psychotic teams putting together the, uh, uh, the topics. I write those, you know, fun abstracts about the sessions that hopefully get you guys to uh, want to listen in. Um, and then mostly my job is to keep them on track uh, when we're planning out the next podcast, because otherwise they, they get so excited about the topics. They would just do the whole podcast when we're supposed to be talking about like, you know, what guests do we want and <laughs> everything else. You're up. My name is Molly Troja and uh, I'm a, a marketing manager at Psychotic and I work with Jen to help get the podcast published on our end. So on our website. And then I work with our social media team to promote it uh, via social media multiple times. <laughs> well, th thanks, Molly. Uh, that's like a huge, uh, definitely a huge help for the podcast. Uh, I'm Thomas Warlocker, head of uh, creative services here at Cyberry. Um, I run our creative team that helps uh, to edit the podcast and kind of compile it and post it as well. Um, I'm in the meetings with uh, Jen and Joe and Mike kind of scheduling the topics and um, helping helping to schedule out the the episodes and everything. And uh, Jeremy and Anya that are here today with us um, are two of my team members. Um, so uh, Anya, if you'd like to go first and then um, explain what you do, and then we'll go to Jeremy. Sure thing. So my name is Anya and uh, Anya Mudrakova, and I'm a graphic designer on our creative services team, but I also help with video editing. So I do all of the video edits for our podcast. 
Cool. Uh, my name is Jeremy Goldberg. I'm the digital media editor and audio engineer at Cybrary. Um, aside from editing and publishing all of our course ca- content on our platform, I also uh, work here in the studio at Cybrary uh, and I do all the audio editing and publishing for the podcast. And removing all the things that we don't want. Yeah. All the outtakes <laughs> and all of the... Right, Jeremy knows all of the secrets, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, Anya yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I, I the things that happens in the background. <laughs> telling Mike when he's too loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's impressive. I mean, when we look at, you know, this has now been a year. And if I think about what we're on 25, 26 episodes so far, um, you know, which is pretty impressive because you know, it, it feel, I'm I'm so excited because we have so many amazing guests on and, and the team in the background, I really kind of congratulate you because you know, getting the podcast out there on time and the edits, and sometimes myself and Mike probably make it really difficult for you. Um, you know, from from me and my accent, which is you know probably not the easiest one to do transcriptions from, and getting trans you know transcribing from that, and uh, you know myself, and Mike, we've had some bloopers. I think I've had where I, you know lighting issues or internet connectivity issues, and um, there's so many things that happen in the background that the audience don't get to see, um, but it really does happen, and it's the team here who really you know clean it up and finish it and put it together, um, and take a lot of the things you know we've had where guests might want certain things, you know, removed that they might've said, um, or we might want to reduce it down or, you know, make it into multiple episodes. So it's a pretty impressive, you know, the, the team effort that goes into, you know, why, well, everyone gets to hear me and Mike uh, every two weeks. I well, think mostly you. Yeah. Mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause I do, yeah, I do, I do have a lot to say. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I think it's really kind of important to show behind the scenes, you know, what really goes into the podcast. So, um, I'd like I'd like to hear from Molly, you know, because you know, for me, I think that doing transcribing is probably <laughs> interesting to see what comes out uh, or what what <laughs> complications, are, you know, because you know when me and Mike's talking, there is no gaps, you know, even when I'm getting into doing editing, <laughs> it's just the oh, audio yes. is just flatline. <laughs> There's, There's no a gaps lot of yes, a lot of so. overlap, yes, and it's funny. I don't want to take credit for doing the transcription itself. We use a service, but. They do help. I have I put in a glossary of terms, you know, specific ways we want them to capitalize things, or if there are specific products you guys talk about, I make sure they know how to write that out. Um, but then I also put in the speaker's accents. So I think sometimes we'll get people from the UK doing a transcription. Sometimes we'll get people from the US doing a transcription, and some do a better job than others. So yeah. <laughs> we get to rate the transcription each time, and I go through and clean it up and then great how they do can we do requests for belfast accent because that's that's one that's very difficult (laughs) you know um you know people from belfast they can't have conversations on the telephone because you need to see their mouth (laughs) to be able to understand what they're saying (laughs) um so you know you know maybe it's a feature request we're going to have for them is to have a special we'll see yeah translator for for belfast we might even need to do captions so maybe that's something Anya might be able to do. So we put captions in the bottom <laughs> so we can translate. So, but Mike, Mike, any, what's, what things have you thought, you know, in the past year, we've done a lot of episodes. Um, what things, that, you know, what's your most memorable moments, Mike? Oh, my most memorable moments. Um, I mean, I think from like, there's so many great guests we've had. I mean, I always love talking to Josh who, you know, uh, Lisbonoso from uh, Chef 5. We've, um, 
uh, he and I work together, all the great guests we've had that you've introduced me to. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of hard to pick from that perspective. I think like when I was thinking about like this episode and some of the stuff, like the early days and all of the like, <laughs> us just trying to figure figure it all out, right? Because in the mm-hmm. beginning, it was just me and you and we weren't really sure are we going to have guests? Like, and yeah. like, what topic do we want to talk about? And then um, we brought on a couple of guests and we're like, wow, this is so much better than just, me and Joe talking like not that we can't do that, but just getting that other opinion in. And, and I think that's, I think that moment when we realized that that was like what we wanted to do mm-hmm. with the podcast is pretty cool. Um, and then also how we sort of simplified it at that point, right. In the early days when it was just me and you, I think we had, um, we would record locally, we would do this and we mm-hmm. do that. And then we'd have to get all the files individually over to, um, Tommy and to, to Anya and, and Jeremy, and they'd have to sort of stitch it all together. And I think we've, mm-hmm. uh, by having the guests on, it really forced us to simplify the whole process. Um, and so I think um, many of my early failings were in getting them the files on time or getting them all of the files or uh, whatever they needed. And so it certainly made my job, my aspect of it to just be able to show up and record a lot easier when we, when we switched to that. I'm curious what like, you know, Anya or, or Jeremy think, um, cause they were sort of in the, for the switch mm-hmm. and, and the evolution of, of the program. Well, you know, I'm not going to lie. I can't think of a specific instance. There's a lot of things that could go wrong that just get fixed faster than, you know, nobody ever knows that they happened. And I, um, you know, I joined Cyberry or I started working at Cyberry two like around two years ago when I was fresh out of college and, just naturally, I made multiple mistakes, but uh, we nipped them in the bud really quickly. <laughs> yeah, me and, me and Jeremy actually started around the same time. We were both fresh out of college in that sense. And actually, fun fact, Jeremy started out editing the video and audio of the podcast. So I was doing, I was, since I did graphic design, I was on other projects, which I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you did all that and the cyber podcast and everything. So I think once I came in, like, um, hopefully the, that helped that out a bit. And I think the flow also, like as we went on, started improving more and more. And I feel like we really have like a definite flow of how everything goes. So even if there are like mistakes or smaller things, it's a lot easier to catch because there's like more eyes on it now in the process. So Absolutely. And I agree with, I mean, all the comments, I mean, it's really evolved. And, and I agree that when, you know, my first, me and Mike could do, you know, things, you know, basically, have that rapport and the communication, just having, you know, those conversations. But the dynamics really changed with the guests. It really kind of brought new ideas and new opinions in it. And I think it really, you know, made myself and Mike think about more about kind of, you know, the topics and, and how the discussions go. But I think what's what's impressive is, is that we do this all in one take. You know, this this is, you know, I, you know, we basically do it from start to finish. There is uh, no retakes. I don't think we've ever done a retake, if I recall. Um, we may have not of, a, not of a complete episode, but right. There's not been a complete like, episode. There was like the one time I, I forget who we were talking to, but I think it was, um, Dan Lornman where like my, everything on my side dropped out. And then I came back in and I came back in and you immediately asked me a question. And I was like, I don't know where we are <laughs> in the conversation. Uh, if we could just take a break and maybe roll back a little bit. And I think, uh, to Jeremy and Anya and, and Tommy's credit, like, I don't know how, uh, how hard or easy it is to hear that, mo- like to go back to that episode and even pick up that that had happened. Um, because I think they do a, a phenomenal job of like fixing our mistakes. Uh, we can fix it in post is a, <laughs> is a pretty common, uh, phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, how difficult is to, to stitch those together? Cause you know, I remember that episode, I think it was all of a sudden you're just camera shit out. 
and that you yeah. end up going to a separate camera and then the lighting dimmed and that you know we we were one one point looking at the side of your head <laughs> rather than than talking to you and me and me and Dan kind of kept the conversation going and then when you came back in it did make sense that you know let's let's pause it let's do a clip and then reset and and do that question again so I'm just curious you know how how difficult it is to stitch those together I mean, it can be it it can be monotonous, but um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Jen, you know, you're you're in the background helping, you know, doing all of the planning and organizing. And, you know, how how difficult is myself and Mike to manage? <laughs> from, oh my God, from this. so difficult. <laughs> the divas, the divas I have to work with. Um, <laughs> you guys are obviously awesome. Um, I love that. Uh, you guys really sync really well when it comes to picking topics. And then I feel like the hard part is you guys both at this point in your careers, like know so many people and you, you know, we're talking about a topic and who can, who can come in and guest uh, speak with us. And it's like, there's like 10 options, you know, <laughs> like, like how can we narrow down because there's so many people you guys are like excited to talk to. Um, but I was waiting for you to ask me what my most memorable moment of like the behind the scenes is. What, what, and I what think, is it? <laughs> I think that it is about, uh, I don't know, maybe we were like five months into the podcast and all of a sudden we realized um, you guys had like never introduced yourselves or like <laughs> told the audience why the hell they should care what you have to say. So... <laughs> I can't remember. I think, yeah. I think Tommy, I think you were the one that caught that. And we're like, Hey, you guys, like, maybe we should tell you, tell people who you are. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it might make sense to give some like, uh, like onus to what you guys are talking about and some validity to what you guys are saying that it's not just two random people talking about stuff. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember when we kind of figured that out and I was like, yeah, let's record some type of intro that, you know, explains. And yeah, Mike, I think you, uh, re-recorded that. Um, I went through yesterday just to kind of see when like we came up with the idea of the podcast because like I could not remember. Um, so um, Jen, I think you had emailed um, one of our other employees here, um, uh, Tom Kondrasti, about like partnering on a podcast. And we started that conversation like March of last year. And then Joe, you were on the Cyber podcast. Um, we recorded an episode in March and then that came out at the beginning of April. And then by May, we were already releasing the first couple episodes of 401. Like it was a very quick kind of turnaround conversation um, between like, hey, this is an idea that we have to, you know, a month and a half later, we're already releasing episodes and, you know, setting up timelines and all of that stuff. Um, it definitely went very quickly. And, you know, we de we, we learned a lot on the way um, as we went, you know, our editing and, and, you know, the process that we do on our side um, has definitely changed a lot um, over the course um, of just kind of going through the episodes. So it's just been kind of an interesting seeing how it's evolved over the last couple of years or over the last year. Yeah. And also, it's also interesting because uh, there's another company that we had sort of a similar thing where we tried to get something going. And uh, those episodes have just never been released, like a totally different library in another company. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, for whatever reason, it just, we couldn't quite get everything all aligned. So it's not like the, like, I think... Um, the speed at which this all happened and just everybody's flexibility and de dedication to making it happen mm -hmm. is what's allowed it to thrive. Like, it's not like that other group, like we talk all the time about like, what, what are we going to do about this? And, da -da, and just never really solidified. And I yeah. think mm -hmm. it just so quickly happened. Um, I think that was what was impressive was like, let's throw some stuff up, up and then like, and then right. We clearly, maybe we should have thought about it more. Like, 
Uh, I think it was my mom who was like, hey, you know, you never introduced yourself. <laughs> and I was like talking to Tommy and he's like, oh, is that right? And then like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I remember that time so well. I remember somebody saying that, you know, we're, we're already a few months in. We actually haven't actually yeah. mentioned our names or what we do or where we come from. And it, it was, was quite ironic. Like, oh, yeah. Like we all had the same reaction. We're like, oh, duh. I didn't want to think that, of that. that makes it, it's a probably important aspect of a podcast to tell people who you are. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, but it was quite a funny, I think it was a funny moment when we realized and we tried to figure out how, how do we get, how do we just slide it in there, make it happen. Um, but absolutely. And one, one thing for me is now is, you know, we've got, you know, thousands of people listening uh, to the episode, which is quite impressive uh, for, a, you know, a podcast in the first year. And I get comments almost weekly, uh, you know, from social media, people, you know, who's listening across the world. Um, so I think it's pretty impressive that, you know, the, the feedback that I get from from the audience and listeners. So, you know, and anything that, you know, what we do and making the podcast happen. I think what's really critical is that we have consistent, you know, people who come and listen to the podcast. And, and I think, you know, podcasts, you know, they aren't any value unless you have people who's actually listening to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really, it's the listeners and audience out there that make the success and make us, you know, continue and to, you know, look for ideas and look for content and look for educational material to really meet, you know, the audiences, you know, what, what they're looking for. Um, so it's always great to get that feedback and comments, which I get on a, on a weekly basis from, from our uh, listeners across the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I've gotten feedback as well. And I think it, it just goes to, you know, you and, and Mike's um, just ability to explain things and go into detail and the, you know, the caliber of guests that we've had on. You know, we don't, it's not just high level people listening to the podcast. It's people from all over the spectrum. Um, I have a friend who's trying to get into the cyber industry that loves the episodes just because he's hearing like more in-depth discussions on stuff. I mean, me, you know, myself, Anya and Jeremy don't, you know, we're, we don't all have cybersecurity backgrounds. And I know every episode's interesting to each of us for different reasons um, and different things. So it's, it's nice that it comes across as a very well-polished and well-put-together episode, you know, uh, episodes that we do, even though there's, you know, things in the background that, um, you know, people aren't aware of. Um, I, for instance, almost completely deleted an entire episode, right. um, which I, <laughs> I like had a like freak out for a good, like three hours. Couldn't find an episode. Um, we record through zoom. Um, and I found it in our zoom, like deleted files, like way back, you know, months before. And I finally pulled it out. Um, yeah. So yeah, just little things like that happen every now and then. Um, I know Anya and Jeremy um, are probably done putting up with me when I'm just like, where's this or where's this or where are we at? Um, I try to stay on top of everything as best I can, but they're both very good at what they do. And they're always um, always ahead of the podcast, which is nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, I've, I've had a similar blooper, but not... not- not to that extent of deleting an entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was sitting one, because I create the little clips, the snippets for the social media. Mm-hmm. So when I get you know, the, the, the video and, and the file, I basically will watch it several times and then kind of make markers into where I think where we can actually create a nice little kind of summary or snippet into who the guest is or the topic that we're going to be talking about or something that you know, might be of interest for, for, from a social perspective. And I remember doing a lot of edits and creating those little snippets and getting ready and I use I, I use Camtasia for doing those basically edit side of things. And when I I went and I did a render, and I made the mistake of calling the file the same name as the file that I was actually importing. Yeah. And what that did was it rendered it rendered it to zero bytes. And when I came out, I was just like, oh, "What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Can I get it back?" I was so fortunate 
that was actually in a, a, a cloud drive that I was able to then go find a version and go back. Um, but it did, did mean that I did have to go and redo the edits again. So I don't know, you know, Anya, you sound like you have familiar experience with that. I, but just, <laughs> I just have to say I did that like a month ago, exactly the same thing, but on Premiere. Um, yeah, naming it the same exact file type, and then it just crashes and disappears. Um, yep, and you end up with a zero, zero bytes file. <laughs> and, you, and you're looking going, <laughs> Was not that's a not fun the time. one I wanted to create. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, so anyone who ever, you know, if you ever go into editing, always make sure that you have a good naming convention and do not name it the same file name. <laughs> so. And backups. Backups are good. <laughs> backups are very good. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but for me, I think, you know, the guests on the show have been amazing. I think, you know, we, we have had, I mean, all the episodes, I mean, you know, if anyone was to ask me what's my favorite, I, I, I struggle because the guests have been, we've had some really top industry experts coming on the show. Um, and, you know, we've had, you know, from all around the world, from, um, you know, several in the U.S., we've had, uh, guests from uh, in Estonia. We've had government officials. We've had journalists from Finland. Um, we've had uh, you know behavioral analytical you know psychologists from the UK. We've had uh, our, our, you know D David Scott Lewis, who's known as David Lightman from from War Games, right. uh, who joined us from Hong Kong. Um, so even you know when we you know, that gets into some complications with time zones and, and scheduling. I mean the vulnerability disclosure one uh, oh. that was that was a nightmare. There was like yeah. there was only like one hour where all of us are awake because it was around the world. Like there was every time like it was every that it was. I appreciate Joe's flexibility on doing one at like <laughs> eleven o'clock at night because I think Correct. but we had San Francisco, uh, Sydney. DC and Estonia. Estonia. So yeah. it was it was tough to schedule that one. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. great I'm episode. Me, yeah, it was a great <laughs> that episode. Was, that was, I mean, the thing was is that when no one realizes that the conversation we had before the recording was so much fun because we actually had it, we just had an open, like I can't remember, it was like 15, 20 minutes conversation before we started the recording. Mm -hmm. And it was so, I mean, even even you know, if we had that piece. The, you know, having Katie and, uh, is it C Casey? Casey. Uh, Casey. That was, that, yeah, that was a fun discussion. It was also very, you know, we, we brought up very interesting topics and very even controversial pieces as well, because uh, when you're talking about those gray areas and, you know, vulnerability disclosures, which is even, you know, I've looked in a lot of the laws. UK just brought out a law today, actually, you know, talking about the disclosure programs and, and how important it is. And I think even in the U.S., there's laws coming out as well related to it. But for, for the curious, this is what Jen was referring to earlier, where just Joe and I geek <laughs> out on these yeah, topics. I'll continue. I'll go on and on and on. But yeah, I'd actually, I do remember that well because I did finish at like 1230 midnight or something that day because it was a late evening podcast mm -hmm. recording. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I did enjoy the walk home. <laughs> it was quite, very but, quiet. But I think, I think the other thing that I've learned and, and this gets back to, you know, we know so many people and there's so many topics, but like, I always, I, I frequently feel at the end of a topic that there's like so much more we can talk yeah. about. And so I think what we've gotten better at is just saying like, you know what, we're going to have two different guests to talk about the same topic. Um, they'll space them out. I think the, the stuff that we did with OT um, yeah. operation is a good example of that where we had a multi-episode and it, there was no way we could cover all of that in one. Um, which also leads me to, I think one of my most surprising things is that that, that one of those episodes with uh, my friend Steve Jacobs on scientific um, instruments is like one of the most downloaded episodes we have. And I found that to be surprising because it seemed the, not the, it just not the least applicable or anything, but just so edge case that I didn't think it was like mainstream for our audience or whatever. And so that one is, you know, and yeah. we didn't really, 
advertise it much and market it much. We don't talk about like what company he's from, and we you know there's a lot of stuff. Um, so I thought that that one being the most downloaded is, uh, or one of the most downloaded was was interesting as opposed to some of the other you know more well known guests that we've had on. Um, just surprising. Absolutely. And and you know Molly, just kind of in your interesting side of things. You know, if you had any, you know, what's your episode or things that you recall the the most uh, interesting, intriguing. Well, so my favorite episode was Inside a Russian Troll Farm with Jessica Arrow. So I thought I just thought it was fascinating. I also was a psychology major at once upon a time for a bit. So it makes sense that I would be interested in that one. But that one I thought was just fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. She really, you know, probably really, really interesting, intriguing story, which which is, you know, probably one of the biggest things in our industry that we have that you know is a big challenge is, is trolling. You know, it's it's sad to see, but there's so much of it in social media um, that you know it's a, we're, we're in an industry that's full of it, and it, that's for me. I hopefully you know those stories will show people the reality, what happens uh, in the background, and you know what things you can do to overcome it as well, and to to really you know you know reduce it and, and share it with other people, which is important. Um, Anya, interested what you know your episode? What's what what which one you've been? You know, doing a lot of the recent ones, which which is your kind of one memory that you have that intrigues you the most? Um, well, I think us on the Cyber team all agreed we loved the Inside the Russian Troll Farm um, <laughs> episode. I specifically really enjoyed it because I'm actually from Russia and I have family that is still in Russia. My grandparents are actually in Siberia and a lot of um, the topics he talked about regarding the media and things like that are very, very much relevant to how I speak to them um, over Zoom and stuff like that. So um, it was very relevant for sure. But aside from that, I would have to say I really enjoyed election security as well. I think anything that makes us current events with cybersecurity mm -hmm. always gained my interest so much. And election security was one of them. It, I think we recorded at a, such a perfect time as well when mm -hmm. um, it was very like, I mean, it's still really relevant, but at the time it was specifically relevant because of the election and um, in the U.S. here. So I think... Um, listening to that episode as well was was definitely super enjoyable. I think those those two episodes definitely have to be my top two. Awesome, uh, Jeremy. Just interested, you know, <laughs> any of the first what was the first episode we did? <laughs> but what's your most intriguing or kind of memorable episode? So I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh... To the dead, uh, or, or whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, fi we'll fix it in post. We'll yeah, we'll Jeremy, yeah, I'll yeah. fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> we just also, leave it in because this is the reality. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right. Reality, I'm, I'm not perfect. Uh, no, um, uh, my favorite was inside uh, the Russian troll farm as well. Um, I used to study journalism before I even got into audio engineering. Um, and the whole investigative journalism scene was super fascinating to me. As soon as Jessica uh, released her uh, her article, I, the the lashing feedback that she got, people calling her, and people from you know Kazakhstan, uh, Ukraine, and different places that have been affected by like you know I guess the propaganda and the trolling. It was just no, nah, it, it it was super fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely. It was definitely for me, you know, the, the conversations discussion was really enlightening and, and listening to the story. I've, I, I've known Jessica for many years um, and had her come to visit Estonia. We've had, you know, lots of discussions and conversations, but, um, you know, listening to it again, I, it, it's always enlightening and, and listening to it. I just wish that she would get, she was due to get a special award. 
uh, from the U.S. government. I just wish that, you know, she, she will actually get it eventually. So I'm hoping that at some point that uh, she will get the, you know, the brave award that she deserves. Hmm. So tell me what's... Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, like Anya said, I mean, we all really enjoyed the the Russian troll farm episode. Um, I mean, I also like the responsible disclosure one. I think hearing yeah. from Katie and Casey just like how long they've been doing it, and the you know, there's always the uh, stereotypical hacker mm-hmm. in a hoodie that you know is yeah. doing all these bad things, and like to hear from the side of somebody who kind of does that, and it's like, yeah, no, these like responsible disclosure, like it is called this term for a specific reason. Like we're trying to change the the site. Like I thought that was really interesting. Um, and then the the episode with um, David Lewis, uh, I, I went to film school. So any anytime you're talking about movies just like really piques my interest. Um, so like those episodes, I really, I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and so my next thing would be is, you know, if, if we were to have a special guest on the show, uh, you know, who, who would it be? So Mike, you know, if there was any, if you could choose anyone in the world to have a conversation with, no, maybe you you might like to have Ferris Bueller. Well, no, no. I mean, like, so, so in terms of like, I mean, like there's anyone in the world and then they're like, I would love to have like James Comey on. I'd love to talk to him about like, yes, sort of the, the, the whole, like, I don't think you and I have ever really tackled the conversation around, um, law enforcement and security and backdoor and the rest of it. Yeah. And like, if there's anyone in that sort of realm, you know, um, doesn't, you know, but that type of level, I'd love to have a guest on about that. That's really yeah. able to talk about it. But then I think that we wouldn't be able to air the episode. So. Sensitive information. So right. but James, yeah, James, that would be fantastic. Even, even when you, th- you make me think about the likes of Rob Joyce, or even Chris Krebs, you know, either one of those three, I would love to have on the show an episode. Right. Uh, because absolutely, I think um, it reminds me back, I did a uh, an event a few years ago, and I was on as a, a ethical hacker as part of the panel. And we also had law enforcement. We had Europol, we had different, you know, government uh, cyber law enforcement uh, units. And it was hackers and law enforcement. Um, and it was a really interesting conversation. It was all about, you know, that gray area, but you know, making sure you stay within the law, making sure you actually, you know, making, you know, about backdoors, about disclosures. So it was a really interesting conversation. Absolutely. I think that would be one that, you know, I would, I would love to have uh, a discussion on. So Jen, if if you were to have a guest on this show, <laughs> let's say, you know, who would it be? Maybe, maybe we can expand the question a little bit to like topic as well. Like maybe not yeah. specific guests, but if there's a topic or something that you'd want, mm. that you think that would be interesting to be covered. I mean, I think, um, we have a pretty broad audience, right? And mm-hmm. and we're all, you know, um, you all are, are like cybersecurity adjacent. I like to say the cyber area is cybersecurity adjacent. So, um, yeah, if there's a topic or anything. Uh, that Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, I loved the solar winds episode that you guys did because it was so timely. And it's something that, you know, we're all sitting there and reading the news and trying to find out what more, you know, what more can we all learn about it? Right. And, and you guys really, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a little too technical for me. (laughs) You guys really got into it, but, um, but also you guys just like had a blast. Like you were cracking each other up from like beginning to middle to end throughout that episode. So that was a great episode. So I think like more of those like timely, like as these hacks are happening, like it would be really cool to dive into more of those. Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of bloopers, hold on. But before we before we get too far, uh, somebody's Slack notifications are on. I can hear them. Through. Yeah. I know that's me. I keep trying to like I close Slack. I'm like I don't know what to do. It's it's all good. It's just it's just funny because I think that's that's like. I think there was an episode where Joe's was going off throughout most of the episode. <laughs> I think I, 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 you know, I apologize to you ever had to edit that episode, but um, yes, it was really difficult to turn off my notifications because it was my watch. And the notifications were my watch is right next to the microphone. So I apologize whoever had to edit that because it must have been really difficult and horrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I mean, just those random blooper things are things on our side. We've tried a lot to just, take take it out of Mike's hands a little bit. So, I mean, he walks in the studio and everything's kind of set up for him so that we can minimize, you know, a, his computer going off or stuff like that. I I installed the clock in the studio so that he didn't have to keep looking at his watch or his phone because um, I've done a couple interviews and like, I, you know, when you're looking at the camera and then you're looking down at something, it seems like you're not listening to the person. Yeah. So I it just makes it easier to be able to glance up at a clock so you know how much time you've left or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, just the we put a lot of thought trying to minimize as much as we can those things to help Anya and Jeremy out. So they're not just pulling their hair when they're editing things at the end. <laughs> yeah. Using a separate computer as opposed to my computer. And I yeah. like, I just leave everything in the studio control room. Like my phone, it's like when I walked in today, I, I left my phone in my pocket, but normally I just leave it out there. Um, but then I was like, well, that's not going to help because Jeremy's right there. So me leaving the uh, phone next to him, <laughs> now he's getting notifications. He can't do anything. With, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Molly, interested. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, I have the same. I think at some point in time, I need to have a little bit of electric shock in my chair <laughs> that will tell me that you know that when we're hitting a certain time. <laughs> so, uh, because you know, we do, yeah, you know, we'll start working on that. Over, yeah, yeah. <laughs> electric, we'll get, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get something that Jen can control and just shock you. You know, if you're talking too long or if you're going over time or something. <laughs> I love it. Great. <laughs> So Molly, interested if you had a special guest or, or theme or topic, uh, what would it be? What would you like to hear? So as someone who doesn't have a cybersecurity background, I always appreciate the ones that recap something that happened, you know, so you guys can sort of break it down for us or introductory topics. I always appreciate because I'm still learning myself. Uh, first of all, Molly, I'm 100% with you. Um, I'm proficient in audio production. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, no, so I, the things I learned about cybersecurity, I learned literally through tidbits I get from, uh, from editing courses and listening to the podcast while I edit it. And of course those random tidbits are, uh, let's say it's in an advanced course. It's hard to really apply to a lot. Um, but, uh, thing, I mean, I, I'm, I agree with you on the, uh, the uh, introductory like concepts and things like that. I also just really random uh, cyber threat intelligence is something that really interested me uh, just through random course material. Uh, Anya, um, if you had a special guest or, or topic. Um, for sure. Well, going back to, I guess, my favorite episode on election security, I think those sort of topics definitely very much draw me in. And I'm very much curious about um, social media cybersecurity mm -hmm. specifically. Um, and, you know, for instance, um, Facebook was just under fire for, for certain things of, about censorship or not censoring certain content or figuring out um, how to, you know, um, uh, how to 
uh, differ, you know, content that is just opinion or is false information. Mm -hmm. Um, those topics definitely very much interest me because I feel like that's extremely relevant. Um, I'm sure, especially with the pandemic, we all know we're all probably a lot more on social media now than ever before. And, um, a lot of those sort of platforms are a bit difficult to go on when you have, uh, just people pointing you left and right when it comes to information. So um, any sort of guests, I guess, that maybe are in that sort of field where they work in social media, I would love to learn a little bit more about how that process is. Yeah. Well, now, now that we have Mark Zuckerberg's telephone number from the latest breach, uh, we can probably give him a call and see if he uh, would like to come on and comment about it. <laughs> so. That was my point, yes. <laughs> so, Tommy, any any thoughts from you? or what's? Yeah, I mean, for specific guests and stuff, I mean, I kind of about, you know, what Jen and Anya said is those, you know, those timely episodes. I mean, that's something that we're able to do very quickly um, with the podcast that, you know, you and Mike are always available to, you know, if something happens today, we can start recording an episode mm -hmm. on it tomorrow or the next day. Um, so, I mean, those are, those are things that I, that kind of is in the zeitgeist and everybody is knowing about, you know, everybody knows about, and it just kind of gives you a little more insight into what the solar winds hack is, you know, for instance, because most people mm -hmm. just, you just hear it all in the news. You don't really know what goes into it. So, I mean, those are the things that I really like. Um, and I mean, it also goes back to, I mean, our um, our listeners. Uh, I mean, our podcast has done pretty well over the last year. I mean, no, we haven't mentioned at all that we won the Cybersecurity Excellence Award for podcasts in 2021, um, which is like a huge shout out to everyone on this call and everybody on this podcast. Like a lot of work has gone into it over the last year. Um, and so like for our listeners, um, if you would like to answer this question on if there's a, a guest or a topic or something you would like to hear about, um, feel free to, you know, message me or Joe on, on Twitter and LinkedIn or send us an email at podcast at cyber.it. I'm happy to kind of look into any of those topics or do anything. But yeah, I mean, the, the relevant ones, the stuff that's in the media are the ones that I mm -hmm. always enjoy because it helps to explain things that are over my head. Awesome. So I mean, Mike, for us, it's really about, you know, probably simplifying a lot of the things, you know, getting back to, you know, we talk about, you know, the basics and, and getting into these overview sides. So, um, you know, maybe we think about, you know, getting into a little bit of these uh, educational pieces, which are kind of, you know, the surface, you know, getting introductory um, topics. Mm -hmm. So be interesting to do. Yeah, definitely. I think what's funny is when we first started recording, I, I sort of quickly hit upon like my role on the show was like to like, hey, stop, uh, you used an acronym there. Can we just back up and let everyone know what that acronym is? Um, because <laughs> I, I mean, like just sort of that, I think I'm, that's like sort of one of my, like I take that mm -hmm. as my responsibility or duty is just sort of make sure that we are sort of breaking some of those things down. And because um, uh, I know we can go very quickly over it. But yeah, I mean, I think doing more of those types of episodes um, and Joe, I don't know you, did, uh, what what guest or uh, theme would you, uh, if you could have? I mean, so many out there. Um, for me, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd love to get some more journalism. Uh, you know, I think the investigative journalism is probably you know for me, which is really intriguing because of the work that goes in the background. Um, a lot of the journalists put themselves in the line, you know, even themselves at risk sometimes going into some of those locations to get the news and get the information out. So I'd love to, you know, you know, I, Brian Krebs, I know well, and I would love to, you know, maybe have Brian Krebs on at some point. Uh, so as Jenna mentioned, you know, does Krebs on security, um, or even Andy Greenberg, who wrote the book Sandworm, uh, which I think, you know, is a really kind of very intriguing topic into, um, kind of really, you know, a major cyber attack and all of the kind of underneath what happened and the technical and the political and the impact. 
So I really, you know, those, you know, getting into those journalism in, you know, because they really tell the story. They really simplify it uh, and, 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 you know, make it something that the audience would, would get value out of. So I think um, I definitely, you know, like to to look at having some of those guests on. Because uh, for me, I want I want to get educated myself. You know, when we do the podcast, and I think it's fantastic, Mike, when you stop me and say, let's step back, because I, I dive into the technical pieces. You know, my background is, is in-depth technical. And Mike reminds me sometimes, it's, you know, well, let's step back and let's, you know, make sure the audience got what we were talking about. Uh, so I think that's what's really valuable. So, yeah. So, Mike, and what, what's your thoughts on that? On, um, on what? Sorry. The guests are. I mean, I mean, I think I, I, you start. You started with me, so I already had uh, thrown that out. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. We'll leave it in because uh, this is a fairly common thing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think those themes. Um, the there was another. Um, there's been a few topics where uh, they've come up in the news and stuff like that, and trying to figure out how to do things in a more timely way. I think trying to stay on top of that stuff it is a little bit of a trick because we both have full time yeah. jobs. Um, and so I, I appreciate Tommy saying like how available we are. And yet at the same time, I feel like it's, it's uh, sometimes can be a struggle to, to sort of find yeah. the time and make the time. And mm-hmm. um, I'm glad to, from his perspective, it seems like we're always available. Uh, even when uh, I feel like I'm like short, I, I have to shortchange somebody or something in order to, to make things yeah. happen. And, and um, I'm glad that it doesn't come out that way. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Push my schedule through. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, if you absolutely. want me to, if you if you want to hang out tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's that's one of the challenge we mentioned about the time zones and stuff. You know, because we're all we're all different time zones, many of us. Mm-hmm. And I think really can sit down to is is getting the guests and scheduling and making sure. Um, I think you know both myself. You know, I, I do see us as making ourselves very flexible um, and really kind of looking at you know we we focus on what's the guest availability and then trying to make our schedule fit around that. Right. And I think that's what we, you know, we do you know, a great job of, 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 you know, making that possible. Uh, but absolutely. We, I mean, for the, for the audience, I mean, myself and Mike, we have, you know, full-time day jobs that we, we focus and put a lot of energy into. And, but I think the great thing is we take the value that we get from those, those, you know, uh, jobs that we do and we bring it into the podcast. Um, we really, you know, add the value from that side as well. So um, maybe at some point we even consider doing a live show. You yeah, know, we've talked about that. Um, and the other, the other thing, I think this is why a live show could work. Like, um, and you mentioned it earlier about how we do things mostly in one take. Like, there's not a lot of pre-meeting. Like, the way it goes, we identify a guest, send them an email. This is sort of what we're thinking about. When when are you available? Maybe spend five, 10 minutes before the actual yeah. like recording, just sort of talking them through and getting them prepped, and then just go straight in. Um, we generally don't do a lot of like prep work and and other mm-hmm. things. I think. Um, I think that allows us to be more flexible, right? We don't have to like have three meetings about exactly what topics we want to cover or whatever. Um, sometimes I'll have a handful of questions I want to get to or whatever. But um, but I think uh, that would make a live show like I think we would Absolutely. be able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think my only fear is that uh, sometimes I do say things that I regret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have some sort of delay with something. Oh, no, I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. 
Yeah, some five seconds uh, <laughs> blooper button the buzz, you know, yeah, make exactly. sure that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, now that, uh, you know, vaccines are rolling out and things are starting to open up and uh, I know, you know, more cybersecurity conferences are looking to have people in person. Um, hopefully sometime this year, maybe next year, we can have Joe in studio. We can have Joe and Mike sitting yeah. next to each or other. Or maybe we could just meet um, up at a conference. Yeah, and, yeah. or a conference yeah. and record do, do one the, there, yeah. Do, I mean, and have guests, like, have guests that are going to meet us at the conference. Like, yeah. that would be pretty oh, cool. That, that would be fantastic. Even for yeah. the listeners, I you know, that's something we should probably really already start working on now. Yeah. Uh, because those hybrid conferences, I think it's you know, from July and post, I think the second half of the year, um, I think there'll be a lot more of these hybrid conferences. And, mm-hmm. and absolutely. Um, I think that's one of the things, Mike, when we have guests on, we've already had previous experience and, and you know, meetings and interactions. And we, we know the guests ourselves personally. I think that's what really makes it easier for us to do in one take. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've already built those relationships and bringing the guests on, they know who we are. We've had, you know, either, you know, even podcasts or we've had con- conversations and discussions previously. And I think that's what really has that connection is that we we just get on, we have a few minutes before and we kick it off and we just, you know, here's the topic, let's yeah. see what it takes us. The, the important thing is for the audience, none of it's scripted. It's never script. There's been, I don't think there's ever been an episode where it's been scripted. We just see where the conversation takes us. The, the, I think the closest was the one we just recorded with uh, Cyber Insurance, just because we had so much ground we wanted to cover. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just want to get a list of questions. <laughs> and we still didn't get through like half of them. But yeah. um, but I think that's like the closest it ever gets to scripted. Um, even the like, uh, our favorite, whatever it is, whether it's your favorite blog, you know, our favorite blogs or our favorite movies or whatever, like mm. there's no like, Joe and I don't really do a lot of uh, connecting ahead of time. And so we'll just get on and, and go to it and um, just hope that we don't have a lot of overlap. Or if we do, we can sort of yeah. talk about things and stretch it out into a full episode or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's never it's never been an issue. Absolutely. So so I'm really excited. I mean, I'm, I'm excited what this takes us in the future. And I'm really excited, you know, about building the audience. And for the audience, if, you know, if you're just, you know, you're just getting into the first few episodes, it's so, I think, you know, definitely go back and listen to the previous ones. There's so much value there. You know, the, you know our amazing team here who put everything together, you know, everyone, you know, has their, their favorites or, you know, the things that's the most memorable moments. So I definitely recommend it. If there's episodes that you have missed, go back and listen to them. Take a look. You know, we have basically a catalog, the ability to easily go back and, and subscribe. And you can go to listen to the very first episode. What I'm looking at right in here was busting password myths. <laughs> so Sorry. if you want yep. to go back to looking at, you know, about password hygiene and about putting passwords into the background and that's something of interest, go back and listen to it. Uh, because even today it's so valuable. And I'm really excited about where this is taking is, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do the live shows. Maybe we get James Comey on. Um, I'll see if we can, <laughs> pull, we can see if we can pull some strings there or Rob Joyce or Chris Krebs or Brian Krebs which I know that both Chris and Brian are not related, just to reiterate out there. But I absolutely, I mean, I'm really excited where it's going. I'd love to do, you know, the live shows and even in the in-person events when we get back into traveling again and, and you know, going and grabbing some of the people that we know in the industry who are, who are amazing and very knowledgeable because that's what we can do. You know, myself and Mike and our connections, let's bring in the best people in the industry to share their experiences with the audience. So thanks for the team for putting this together. Thanks for all the hard work you do in the background. And uh, myself and Mike, we hope to make it easier for you. So any, any Mike's, uh, any last comments or things that you would think that? Uh, no, thank you very much to everybody um, to make it possible. Make makes it real easy for me. And then, yeah, uh, 
Tommy mentioned, if you have any ideas, uh, if you're a yeah. listener and you have any topics or ideas, you can reach out to him, myself, uh, Joe on LinkedIn. I'm not as much on as much social media. So LinkedIn is definitely the best for me. But um, I think we also have Twitter and um, for you guys and, and it's all in the episode. So definitely reach out if there's any topics or yeah. guests or, or a topic that you really love that you'd want to see us do go deeper on or, or anything along those lines. Um, or, or if you would like, you know, the person who's listening would like to come on the show. Well, yeah, happy, yeah, yeah. happy to get even, even some of the, the audience to come in and give them <laughs> their thoughts or what they would like to hear. So, yeah. um, and myself and Mike, we have so many connections in the industry. So if there is a person of interest that you would like to hear from, you know, reach out, let us know. We would love to be, you know, we can reach out to, to those uh, potential uh, speakers and, and, and guests and see if they'd be interested in coming on because I'm pretty sure um, that, you know, they would want to share their story with you as well. Mm-hmm. So again, many thanks to the team. You're awesome. You really, you know, for me, I think, you know, it, it's, it's amazing podcast, now award-winning podcast. We have to repeat that, you know, it's a award, whoa, 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 you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> The reality, this is real. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we won't edit those out. But again, many thanks, you know, for, for the amazing work that goes in. We're really excited about, you know, building this up into, you know, really up there, you know, with one of the top podcasts in the industry and really being a leading source of basically information and educational content for you. So again, many thanks to the audience. Many thanks for the team. This is so fantastic. Again, go back and listen to previous episodes. Um, listen to this one, subscribe, so you can actually get you know the future episodes that's coming, which is going to be awesome, I'm pretty sure. So again, stay safe. Thanks for putting this together. And tune in every two weeks for an episode of Full Access tonight. Um, this is the anniversary one. Um, so we're so excited to bring news every single two weeks to you. Thank you. Stay safe and take care. Learn how your team can get a free trial of Cybrae for Business by going to www.cybrae.it slash business. This podcast is also brought to you by Thycotic, the leader in privileged access management. To learn more, visit www.thycotic.com.